Hello. Namaste. What's up? Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is a podcast about spirituality, mysticism. It sometimes is funny. This is an comedic podcast about your mom's house and not affiliated. Um, this is probably the least prepared that I've been for an episode, but I was just like, fuck it. I just need to record. Like I was in a meeting earlier and somebody was like, you need to share more, which is funny that they said that because my entire share at the mirror, at the mirroring at the meeting was just like, I don't know what's going on. So this is where I'm at. Um... I, uh, the other day I went to a thrift store and the thrift store was closed, but there were a lot of items outside the store that were being donated and there was a picture frame and I was like, oh, cool. Let me just take this frame. We'll just cut out the middleman of the thrift store and I'll just take this frame for myself. And so I, I took it and put it in my car. And then as soon as I started up the car, then the guy opened the doors to the thrift store they were opening. And so then I was like, uh-oh, got this frame in my car, like knowing like it wasn't right. Um, I went into the thrift store and bought a book. And then when I was like about to leave, I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'll put it back. So I like sneakily like took the frame out of my car and like put it back outside the doors of the thrift store rationalization and justification used to be my two best friends I you know basically rationalized and justified everything that I did and I was like you know because I was a philosophy major in college right so I was like fuck it I'm the master of my own ship I do whatever I want. I make my own ethics. I learned that by fucking my ethics professor. He taught me a thing or two about ethical behavior from what, like, an existential point of view. Like, I'm just gonna, like, drink Johnny Walker Black at, like, three in the afternoon, smoke cigarettes, and fuck a married man, and say, and, like, debate about whether or not God exists. Like... Hello, where's my bell? Like, welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. I have a lot of books that I'm reading. One of them is called The Cloud of Unknowing. And I'm definitely, like, I thought I had already played out this whole myth of Osiris last year in my life. Like, being taken apart and put back together. But apparently it's still happening. One of the things that's coming up for me right now is, like, expectations about myself, my life, and, like, where I'm supposed to be. It's like I got, what, four months? Let me check my clean date. I got four months and 23 days clean, and I expect everything to be perfect, like, and it's like, okay, I don't, I just don't buy in, buy into this, like, new age bullshit about, like, 
you know, just think your way. Like, Jesus Christ, like, I can't just, like, think my way into, like, some beautiful future. Like, thinking is my fucking problem. Like, right? Like, Ram Dass or whatever the fuck, like, be here now. Man, I'll say this right now. Fuck Ram Dass. Like, fuck anybody who, like, pretends to have enlightenment because of psychedelics. Like, myself included, right? And it's like, now that I'm not taking psychedelics anymore, I'm just like, I can see the phoniness of, like, the facade of, like, it's like, that's just not integrated. Because it's like, I can learn all kinds of information and sound all, like, spiritual, like, but it's like, uh, one of my teachers, he said, it's like a party favor. That it's like, if I don't have the path of, like, the nitty-gritty work of the, like, real, like, unknowing undoing of all of the thinking then it's just like a fucking party favor it's like pseudo enlightenment it's like masturbation right as like some type of supplement for like impregnation or something so yeah expectations I've been trying to stay off Instagram, but it's like, I miss my old friends, but then I like go on Instagram and I'm just like, mm, maybe I don't miss that. Like I got asked to do comedy again. We might be doing comedy out here in Marfa, but I just am like, okay, I'm not going to do it at the lost horse. Like I'm staying away from bars. And like, I know that there are comedians in recovery who are happy to go to bars which is like, I just don't have the mental capacity for that. Like, I'm four months and 23 days clean. Like, you know, it's like life seemed to be easier whenever I was using drugs. It's like, that's one of the reasons that I used drugs was like, I didn't want to face life on life's terms. And I wanted these drugs to like do everything for me. And so now here I am, like, me and my higher power. I heard Josephine McCarthy describe, like, the difference between, like, the divine and divinity. Something like this. It was like, divinity flows through everything. And it's like a rushing river that's so strong that, like, you can't, it's like you get swept away in it because it's so powerful. And so just like how humans will take a river and, you know, cut out channels and dam parts of it and, you know, make different like waterways within like the river itself. Like that that's like what like different aspects of the divine are, right? Like a higher power, nature. Allah, Yahweh, Jesus Christ. What is the Virgin Mary included in that? People don't talk about the mother too much and maybe that's just we are where we are like cosmologically like cuz it's like I even forget about the sacred mother sometimes and I fucking love her like I have a relationship with the mother. But then sometimes I like forget and I'm just like another divine relationship like I'm just trying to stay clean it's like 
I keep thinking that like I'm going to have all these mysteries like figured out and it's like maybe it's not really about figuring things out. Maybe it's about like unfiguring things out. Someone else shared in the meeting today. He was like, he's like my first year of recovery was like less about doing things and more about not doing things. Because I'm like, you know, one of my drugs of choice was fucking Adderall, right? So it's like, I want to get shit done to prove that I'm good enough. And one of the things that's coming up for me is that it's like I never feel like I'm enough. And I know that I've felt this way for a long time. And it's like, how do I feel like I'm enough? Like work the steps, call your sponsor, go to a meeting. It's like, what do they say? Like, if you want self-esteem, do things that are esteemable. It's like, well, I fucking do. And I wouldn't say that I don't have self-esteem. It's just like, I used to think that life would get easier And maybe it's just different. Because I'm not a fucking island. It's like, I'm connected to the tides. I'm connected to my fellow man. Or woman, or they, or my dog, or the mimosa tree that's like in the courtyard where I live. You know what's funny? Is that... Before I got clean, I was going to make DMT. And I had all the chemicals, like the pool chemicals, the lighter fluid. Like I had all the supplies, everything I needed to make the DMT. And the only thing that I was missing was the mimosa root bark. And there were a lot of mimosa trees near me in East Texas. But they were all like on public roads or on other people's properties. And so I just hadn't figured out a way to like, you know, go out in the middle of the night, start digging and then like with a machete and like cut out the root. And so I never ended up getting the root bark. And so whenever I got clean, I handed over a box to my mom and I was like, there's a bunch of chemicals in this box. Can you please just don't ask questions and then just get rid of them for me? It's like rubber gloves, like fucking mason jars and funnels and like a turkey baster and shit, you know. And then when I moved out here to Building 98, there's a tree in the courtyard. When I first moved out here, it didn't have any leaves. And then after like a month, I was like, well, fuck me if that's not a mimosa tree. And now it's like, it's got the full on leaves and it's got its little pink blossomy flowers. And so I like to go out there and put a blanket down like a nice Mexican blanket. Just sit under the mimosa tree. And today there were hummingbirds and honeybees And I just wanted to spend the rest of my life under that mimosa tree.
But there was a man here who was tuning the piano. And so I had to get up and get him a hammer and a nail. And then I had to get up and do service for a meeting on Zoom. It's like, when can I ever just let myself rest? Like, how much do I have to work to prove to myself that I'm enough? Like, how much... How much studying and meditation and yoga, how many walks, how many phone calls do I make? How much do I need to put pen to paper? How many Google searches to achieve my dreams? How many lists do I need to make of my goals? And it's like, are these all just like, am I just continuing to force things? Like, I remember last year I had a, I did a reading Um, Or I had somebody do a reading for me. And she was like, you have a lot of masculine energy. You need to use, you need to like tap into that feminine, like be more receptive. And I was reminded of that today. Like, how do I just like be more receptive? Because it's like I wake up and I'm just like, how much work do I have to do to unknow everything it's like thinking when can I just like relax like when can I just like trust in the process when like the whole world seems to have this like capitalistic like protestant work ethic like this like I feel like I'm always like comparing myself to other people. And then even when I say that, like I'm comparing myself to other people, then I feel this doubt, like, am I just like reiterating that by saying it out loud? And so do I have to like Abraham Hicks this shit and like flip it around and be like, I used to compare myself to other people, but now I'm trying not to. Or do I need to like speak the fucking truth and be like, you know what? Like sometimes I feel jealous. Sometimes I feel a hole in my heart when I hear about like how much money other people are making. And then like the other day I was like, walking in the morning and you know Marfa has a lot of these like wealthy New York LA people that come out here right and you know I could say like don't have proper manners right so it's like this woman in like head to toe like Lululemon which is not talking shit because I'm literally wearing like Lululemon and Fabletics right now but it was like matching Lululemon with this like premier like dog and like a white Volvo SUV and like I said good morning and like she didn't say good morning back and then I'm like oh here we go resentment at 9 a.m. while I'm trying to like commune with nature you know so it's like I gotta ask my higher power immediately to remove it like 
And it's like, if I'm like feeling resentment towards other people, is it just like a resentment I have towards myself? Because I was talking to another friend earlier and he was talking about like how much money he was going to be making and like getting paid to go to school. And it's like, it made me feel like shit, like... just comparing myself to other people just like and just being like like, judging myself and it's like I don't want to have to feel the pain like cause it's like Sometimes I do want to feel the pain, right? But it's like, how much do I need to beat myself before I finally feel it? I have such a high threshold for pain. And I developed it as like a survival mechanism, you know? And even now I'm just like, is is this just like a therapy session? Like, and then just trying to like be kind to myself. And there's that voice that's like, this is just the same old song. Like, how many times are you going to sing this song? And it's like, what's wrong with the same old song? Like. It's just that thinking. And I'm like, is this a devil in my shoulder? Like, on my shoulder? Is it like the serpent of my mind is like dis-ease? Like, do other people feel this way? Like, is it wrong to wish I was dead? Like. Maybe I already am, you know what I mean? Like, is that a goal? I heard somebody say that, like, all fear is just rooted in, like, a fear of death. But I'm not afraid to die. Am I afraid? to live and do I know how what do I do when life doesn't appear the way that I want it to and like it's easier said than done to just be like it's a matter of perception it's like I do all the things How can I, like, undo all the things? So that's where I'm at today. Here's your bell. There's new art on the Etsy shop. 
etsy.com slash shop slash hanael777 that's h-a-n-a-e-l 777 share the podcast with your friends (laughs) and today we're on ecclesiastes 4 so here's that then i returned and considered all the oppression that is done under the sun and look the tears of the oppressed but they have no comforter. On the side of their oppressors, there is power, but they have no comforter. Therefore, I praise to the dead who were already dead, more than the living who are still alive. Yet better than both is he who has never existed who has not seen the evil work that is done under the sun. Again, I saw that for all toil and every skillful work, a man is envied by his neighbor. This also is vanity and grasping for the wind. The fool folds his hands and consumes his own flesh Better a handful with quietness than both hands full together with toil and grasping for the wind. Then I returned and I saw vanity under the sun. There is one alone without a companion. He has neither son nor brother. Yet there is no end to all his labors nor is his eye satisfied with riches. But he never asks, For whom do I toil and deprive myself of good? This also is vanity and a grave misfortune. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, One will lift up his companion, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if they lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Better a poor and wise youth than an old and foolish king who will be admonished no more. For he comes out of prison to be king, although he was born poor in his kingdom. I saw all the living who walk under the sun. They were with the second youth who stands in his place. There was no end of all the people over whom he was made king. Yet those who come afterward will not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and grasping for the wind. (laughs) 